When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Crisis alert. Do it each week. Let's get through the worst. Gas is starting to leak. Wiggler and Jazz carrying on. Meet up to pass or fail Greendale when the showrunner's gone. The brightest timeline still has cloudy days. Community building is here to stay. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's community building here on Post Show Recaps, talking about the final three episodes of season four. My goodness, it's been a journey, and yet here we are finally through the darkest timeline. Jess Sterling. I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled we're done. We're done. We did it. It feels like it took forever. And yet it also didn't take quite as long as it probably could have (laughs) since we tried to get through this as quickly as humanly possible, including these final three episodes, which we couldn't even break out into chunks of two. Mm -mm. Like we have to finish before 2023. Otherwise, we may be stuck in some sort like our single uh, like our dice would have been like stuck on the uh, on the ridge where it wouldn't have quite landed on a number, I think, Jess. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I truly could not. I was like, this is not the energy I want to start my 2023 mm. with. I yeah. just can't. And so But it might be appropriate this. energy to leave your 2022 with. This is I'm leaving this behind. Yeah. Yeah. To say goodbye. Uh, well, we are here to say hello to our two co-hosts on this episode of Community Building, helping us to close out season four 
once and for all. And they are well familiar with the community building style of podcasting. Thanks to their podcast, The Lonely Boys, all about Gossip Girl, where one of the hosts has seen all of Gossip Girl. One of them has not. So it's it's like gossip building is also a possible (laughs) alternate title. For the Lonely Boys, let's bring them in. Maddie Fresh and Brendan, come on into the building. Yes. Oh, it's, hello. It's the Gossip Building Boys. We're here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Brendan. <laughs> so right exciting. It's yeah. funny yeah. to say that because I was going to pitch to you again in the offseason that we should change our name. Just yeah. To the, to, the, to the Gossip, gossip building, building Boys. Yeah. yeah I think Gossip, yeah. Uh, gossip Building uh, works. I think that you would probably at some point hear from my lawyers, but it would probably <laughs> take a while. Yeah. yeah. I mean, by the time, yeah, by the time. We, we settle everything in court. Yeah. Like we'll be, we'll yeah. be long done. My lawyer always. actually just graduated from community yeah. college. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. What a huge, Yeah. This is exciting. This is no, exciting. I'm very, very excited to be here. Community is uh, I may have a gossip girl podcast, the lonely boys, as you mentioned, but my favorite, favorite show of all time is famously community. So when Jess asked me if I wanted to uh, talk about the show, I was thrilled. And then you when said, she yes, asked, I want to talk about the yeah. end of season four. <laughs> right. And then <laughs> when she asked me to, to pick a season four episode, I immediately blocked her on Twitter and said, no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we, and somehow I made my way back here. All right, so yeah. Matt, you're the you're the one who has seen Gossip Girl, and Brendan, mm-hmm. you you have not, correct? You're right. you're watching it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Are you a community person though? I am a big community person, not as okay. much as Gagan here. He actually introduced the show to me. Uh, I haven't seen the show in maybe a couple of years, honestly. Um, it's one of those things where it's I love it so much I don't want to get over it, so yeah. I just I try and you know, take little bites of it, but I haven't seen it in so long. And this is a great way to get back into it with these amazing episodes. Well, does this, yeah. Does this make you want to keep going or is this like, ah. yeah, it made me angry. So I need yeah. to go back to the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah. I used to, hot. I used to force Brendan to, to come over during like breaks in between college semesters. I had all the D all the DVDs and I, I would force him to watch every episode until he loved it. And eventually I guess he did enough. To I think I liked it like pretty quickly. It wasn't like, it didn't take a lot of convincing. I forced you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's par for the course with, uh, with a lot of what happens with the study group, Jess, I feel like, uh, just like beating them over the head until they're all friends feels like a common theme mm. on community. And I don't know yeah. if season four could beat you over the head with itself enough times for you to befriend it, Jess. No, uh, but Lord knows it's tried. <laughs> Um, I would not go the route of like, yeah, let's bring Pearson. And even though he offends us and he's terrible, we'll forgive him and move on. No, no. Season four will never get me on its side. It's uh-huh. just, it's not it. Uh, most of it. There are a few shiny moments. They're not even shiny. They're like a dull glimmer. Um, <laughs> but it, that's, that's all it has to offer. And that's all it will ever have to offer. Before we hopped on the podcast, Jess revealed something pretty, uh, pretty intense, I think, uh, to, to Matt, Brendan and myself, namely that you watched all three of these episodes we're talking about today <laughs> twice for the sake of this podcast, twice on this podcast. Yeah. I have to. The thing is, is I originally watched them like sitting on the couch. You actually, like, you don't have to. You I don't. Yeah. It's what it's, for what contract did you me. sign? That <laughs> you do this? I want to be clear that there's no contract that says Jess has to watch these episodes twice. This is Jess oh, no. Sterling's decision of how she chooses to live her life. I just listen. I like I strive for perfection and I can't do the meow meows without being informed. And so I need to. <laughs> you actually can. It turns. <laughs> 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 you just do. Who is telling me numbers? 
<laughs> They're called meow meow beans. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> it turns out you can. I take yeah. them very seriously. Yes. <laughs> Some yes. might say too serious. Uh, but I, I do think it's hilarious because you have gotten such a good hate into season four that to, to uh, do this to yourself, so not nice that you had to do it twice here mm-hmm. for these final three episodes of season four, which close out the darkest chapter of community as I am to understand it. Matt, uh, season four of community, is it for you just as horrific as the, the reputation that surrounds it? Uh, do you think that it is quite as bad as sort of the legends make season four out to be? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just as bad (laughs) as people say, I mean, may, maybe if, you are going into it with like a fresh eye like you are and you've heard it so bad your whole life and then you go maybe you can convince yourself into saying "Eh, it's not that bad but when you are watching the show as it as it goes on in real time in 2013 and the show is getting canceled every season and getting put on hiatus and then for it to go on an extended break and then finally come back and this is what you get every week it's it was uh, such a letdown. I was uh, very upset at the time. There are moments in the season what, where I look at and I do enjoy, like one of the episodes that we watched uh, for this. But yeah. for the most part, it just it does not feel like community. And it feels like with the uh, with the terrible season finale in particular, like the writers were just like scrambling. Like, I believe, Wiggler, you uh, said something like community bingo in, an, in a previous yeah, episode, just yeah. like scrambling like what did people like about the show right. okay let's let's do that let's try to do that again and it's just like terrible fan service in all the worst ways possible and it, it's really put on like they really put that on display in the, in the last episode yeah Brendan, what do you what do you think specifically that last episode is uh is really not good <laughs> yeah and pretty much, that's everything like like you said i i totally agree with you i feel like even i feel bad for the actors themselves i feel like they, yeah, was, they like the shows too. they're on and i'm like all oh, these poor they have to say the stupid things i was like, like, I one, believe, one scene where yeah. troy had to go baller yeah. like, mm, that's not what he would he wouldn't say that poor guy. I, will, I will say i do say that sometimes because i will i will sometimes just say okay in oh, my yeah. day-to-day life <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's really tough especially when you come off of season three which is one of my favorites i'm, I'm like kind of up in there between two and three being my favorites but it's it, i can't believe it got another season of cable after that monstrosity <laughs> yeah, this is already know- yeah how that happened, Jess? Was it just like NBC was like, oh, God, not sort of like in the Matrix, not like this. Like you can't just like pull the plug. <laughs> NBC never liked the show, so I don't yeah, understand why I, they gave I it more time. That's my question. Don't know. Like I don't understand how you see this show and you're like, yeah, give it another season. Like, this it might doesn't... be more of like a we'll do this deep dive in the start of season five, right? Where it's like, how did it happen that it yeah. came back and that they were able to get Dan Harmon back and how all of that was able <laughs> to work out, even without having seen any of season five i've seen none of it i've seen none of that or any of season six so every wow. episode of community fr- from here on in i have not seen a second of that is exciting uh, no, you saw very... one episode of season five you made me watch a season five yeah a while sure back that? i f- i think so <laughs> i don't think so I'm, I'm pretty, pretty I'm sure pretty, I'm pretty sure we episode. didn't i don't think so and if so i don't remember so oh, don't good. tell me good um <laughs> Because I think yeah, one day you were four, just like, let's watch a random one. I feel like it. And I was like, okay, great. And so I gave maybe, you one and we watched maybe. it. I don't know. Season four was just so bad that for the first time ever, they had to rehire a showrunner that they had fired. That's like, great. Get us back on track. Please, <laughs> please yeah. help us. An historically bad season <laughs> of, of television. Well, we're going to talk about the final three episodes. Since we've got three episodes to talk through, I think we are going to forego the scene-by-scene way that we've done this in the past. And I think we'll just like talk about the episodes individually and then talk about them sort of maybe as like 
a unit because I do think they sort of work together as an example of season four of community, I think, pretty well. Then we'll go through the Meow Meows and all the scores and all the feedback and everything like that. And then, by golly, we will put this thing to bed and <sighs> never talk about it again. We'll probably talk about it again, I would guess, uh, at multiple points. But in, mostly to be time. like, yes, we're done, and we could be on yeah. to bigger and better things. Yeah, but what, I, what I'll say is this. Uh, I don't know if, I, if my thoughts would have really changed if, changed if I had watched season four on like a week-to-week, episode-by-episode basis here for the podcast. But the fact that we were able to get through this relatively quickly it took us you know two months with like a at least one week that we had to take off maybe two i don't remember uh we got through it really quickly and so i didn't mind living in this space i was able to kind of get like orient myself in the way of like okay this is a fascinating moment in television uh things are going wrong and let's talk about why and i think actually matt to your point i feel i kind of do feel like the reputation of season four was so legendarily bad that it couldn't live up to that for me, which was helpful. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like in the ways that sometimes the reputations of seasons two and three were legendarily great, that it couldn't quite live up to that for me as well from time to time. Uh, So like like the reputation is actually working for me this time, which has been helpful. Mm -hmm. But as I said in in the PSR patron discord today, said that season four is just staggeringly mid. Uh, just one of the just like very very middle of the road on average and then some of the episodes are just extraordinary like objectively low points in in this whole show obviously but uh, in modern comedy too just not funny at all and I am including the final episode of this Mm. run in there but I, I think in 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 starting us off and talking about basic human anatomy I'm I'm gathering that maybe this is an episode that people more like than don't, which I yeah. feel good about because I, I actually just outright liked this one. I don't have mm-hmm. a lot of equivocations for it was good for a season four episode. Uh, I kind of thought that maybe they Freaky Friday'd this with a season two or a season yeah. three. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I think I don't know if it is just because like in comparison to everything else we have to watch like when we are watching season four of community that this just like sticks out and just makes it seem better than it is but like you're saying i genuinely do like this episode like season four or not i love a i love a freaky friday in general and just the performances all around with everyone who does freaky friday in this episode and earnestly plays it as if they are freaky fridaying um and yes freaky friday is a verb yeah that, for yeah. Sure. <laughs> um that it's it's just so good i i will watch this episode like you know i will show this episode to other people saying it like classifying it as a good episode of the show it's like and i think it's this one and like herstory of dance are the two that uh people can point to that say this feels like an actual episode of community when it comes to season four this bit feels like a bit that they would do in any other season it doesn't feel really forced it feels pretty natural and i will say like the actors seem to be having a lot of fun with it um Mm -hmm. i would say it's one of the only storylines in the entire season where both storylines are pretty good and they Mm -hmm. work for me um, it's pretty rare this season for that to happen. The only like one tiny thing and other a lot of people disagree with me on this and totally within your right to disagree. Like I just I, I still the thing that holds it back for me is the train Brita of it all. Like the fact that they are That's dating the whole episode. That, uh, well, no, it's not. OK, so like I love the train Abed switching places and like uh, that the actors having fun with it. It's more of the like, God, it just it ends with a fizzle just as it starts. Like the whole their whole <laughs> relationship just feels like a big thunk. 
And yeah. that's kind of like how the ending feels. Does start in this season? I forget, honestly. It, they build it up in season three and it right, actually yeah. starts in season four. Right. Okay. It actually started pre-season four, like between three and four, where we just arrive in season four and they're dating. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I, I may have enjoyed watching this happen uh, rather than just having it foisted upon us. Um, but I, I, I don't disagree with that. I do think that uh, especially the idea of it, the whole thing is just like a thunk. Uh, I like to attach a sound effect to uh, <laughs> To the, yeah. to the relationship of any relationship yeah. yeah every relationship has a sound effect i do think so like that's the same one i have for my relationship thud. as well yeah. as a yeah. <laughs> it just feels like a dull thud like it just never it never sparked it never went anywhere i don't mind this being like as a breakup story of yeah. like mm. hey we're better as friends right that's a that's a totally normal thing to have happen um, and we'll get into some feedback later about you know actually i'll, I'll read it now because i feel like it is pertinent to like the conversation we're having Eric Davisdine sent in uh, feedback saying this is his favorite episode of season four. Um, he's been biting his tongue about Britta and Troy's relationship for a season now because I wanted to hold off until we get to the breakup. Uh, getting Them to getting together has been a divisive storyline, but in my opinion, it was all worth it to get to this point. TV sitcom romances have a tendency to fall into one of two categories. The relationship of destiny, like the Jim and Pam, or the total disaster, like Dwight and Angela. I love the choice by community to make this neither. Troy and Britta are fine together, but they just lack a little something. Yeah. The process of Troy realizing this and figuring out what to do about it in this episode is surprisingly engaging because it feels more real than typical TV sitcom tropes. Also, props to Jim Rash for writing this episode. Oh, mm. I didn't realize that he that he wrote this one. Yeah. Um, yep. good. I think you could yeah. feel that. I think you could feel that energy in, in the episode that Jim Rash wrote it. But I, I do agree with Eric's um, point of their ending is better than like the rest of their relationship combined. And it does feel real. It doesn't feel over the top. It feels very natural to be like, hey, we're better as friends. Like this relationship really isn't working. But for me, it also kind of reminds me that like this relationship was a thing and it never worked. And why did we prolong it the entire season mm -hmm. just to have them fizzle out in this way? And it also, it really bothered me. This is like more of a personal thing that like Troy is like, hey, I'm going to have my best friend break yeah, up with my yeah, girlfriend. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's tough. Like, that's really messed up. When you actually think about what is happening, like, kind of fucked up by Troy. It is yeah, up. it's not great. It's now, terrible. Is, are we, so then we're to believe that the, there was no actual Freaky friday <laughs> happening here? I think canonically there is not an actual Freaky Friday that happens. I, like I that. do believe that's the I official position it. of the show. But just some like routine that. light switch checks. Just, yeah, just some routine light switch checks. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that at all. Uh, that being said, I think to my beloved show Lost, and mm. uh, at the mm. at the risk of spoiling it for anyone who hasn't lost oh, it go. yet, Brendan, cover your ears. I do, mm -hmm. I do, I do feel like this reminds me very much of uh, a controversial season three episode that is one of my very favorites. But for many people, they point to this as the worst episode of the show. Mm. And I'm looking at Expose Razzle Dazzle, where Lost kills off two characters that were not working they weren't working it wasn't a thing it was a bad idea they shouldn't have been brought into the show the show acknowledges this builds an episode around killing the characters off in unceremonious and like bleakly comedic fashion and <laughs> i think it's terrific and great and one of my favorite episodes of that show this wasn't one of my favorite episodes of Community by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think that it is helped by the fact that it's within this season. So I just like there's a measure of trust in this episode that I that I don't particularly have. But I was getting some razzle-dazzle expose vibes from the idea of like, 
yeah, Troy and Britta didn't work. We can tell it's not working. Let's get rid of Troy and Britta right now, and let's do it by way of a Freaky Friday episode. Felt very much of that mold. And so I appreciate it that they kind of swing for it if they're going to, like, rather than just completely let this fizzle out. Because what I what I do know about season five and beyond is, like, I, I know vaguely gas leak type stuff. I know that they're going to, like, you know, they're going to retcon some measure of, of season four. I don't know how much or 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 what exactly that looks like. But I kind of just figured we would get into season five and they were going to pretend like Britta and Troy never happened rather than there being an episode that was devoted to untangling a messy situation. Mm-hmm. So at least like points for, for untangling it. And that's before even getting into any of the performance stuff. Cause I thought the, by mm-hmm. and large, the performances in this episode were the best of the season for sure. Would, would the episode have been better for you if Troy and Britta got buried alive at the yeah. end? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And if at some point in season six, Abed uh, uh, unburies diamonds from their, from their grave. Uh, I said, not so watching like, Lost anymore. Yeah. Watch it. You should still do it. <laughs> I think for me, what works, uh, I, even, I don't know if this is a hot take, um, but what works for me even more than the Troy and Abed Freaky Friday is the jeff and dean freaky friday yes, that's simply because yes simply good. because um the obviously annie and jeff right like the show especially this season has really been like going all in on like the mm-hmm. annie and jeff stuff which again i i i like uh annie and jeff to a point uh not not like this but i do love when they do it not subtly like they're hitting you over the head with it but it's <laughs> such a comedic way where sh- like annie is just like really attracted to the Dean uh-huh. when he's acting like Jeff and surely <laughs> yeah. the entire time is like, what is going on with yeah. you? <laughs> not, not to be an Annie, but it was working for me too. That, yeah. That, oh yeah. That, well, that's that's the wrote himself, himself that part too. Yeah. Jim, Jim, Jim rash. It feels like without knowing the backstory behind this episode, it feels like he wrote this episode knowing that he does a killer Joel McHale. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's where it all started. Uh, I have to imagine that behind yeah, he delivers. the scenes, for a few years, they've been like doing doing one another, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, doing like impressions. <laughs> I don't know. Behind the scenes, they've been doing each other. Behind the scenes, they've been doing I definitely don't think there was a better term. Yeah, he's very happy with how you phrased that. But it is it is so funny. Um, I I love Shirley being like Shirley and Annie are such a fun duo, and I love them bouncing off of each other. And then Annie with something about Annie wearing the dean's button-down shirt as like a little capelet <laughs> had me dying it's such a funny visual and um it's it's just so good and the fact that leonard being number one in the class rankings because he's only taken one class to get a grade and then done pass fail for the other classes <laughs> smart it's too yeah. funny it's Very too smart. great it really really does work for me and i think that everybody that is doing impressions of other characters does a really solid job i think probably uh, donald glover being uh, the best oh, of the crew oh yeah so yeah good. for yeah, sure ridiculous. like i i do think danny pooty's troy is maybe a little bit lacking for for me but it's yeah. it's it's really offset by Donald Glover's Abed is perfect. Uh, it's Donald amazing. Glover's Abed is out of this world perfect. <laughs> the finger, the, 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 the finger. Lack of eye contact is amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, really yeah. His eyes were really good. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's just like, he's looking in the exact right place, which is mm-hmm. nobody else's eyes. <laughs> uh, he, he really, I think, uh, embodies this very, very, very well. Uh, and I really like Joel McHale's role in this episode as well as sort of like, the incredulous person through all of this, but then finding his way through a winger speech uh, to to unify the whole. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I thought that this was this wasn't just like good for season four. I thought that this was a, a, a like yeah. a very strong episode of community for me. And I was it was it was such a it was such a relief to encounter something like this. I do think like 
yeah, maybe it's sort of, especially with the with the next two episodes, that there's absolutely no Troy and Britta fallout, that it's just done, that it's mm-hmm. completely done. To some degree, that's the mercy, right? Like, that is the the proper way to, to do this, and it's the full mm-hmm. acknowledgement of, yeah, it didn't work, let's move on with our lives. But on the other hand, I think if anyone kind of suffers in this episode, Troy, maybe a little bit because this is kind of a cr- a crummy thing to do in terms of how yeah. you br- you're breaking up with Britta. That's not particularly great. But I feel like maybe the way in which Britta, the way in which this all lands with Britta and even Britta's exploration of it almost doesn't feel exactly right to me. Or at least it feels like maybe there was a little bit more that they could have done with Britta having like, I don't know, a bit more of an opinion about the way she was being treated. You know, <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. I guess Brita, they, they just know how like very mature them are, yeah. though. Yeah. So like, oh, these are these are the two little kids we hang out with all the time. So this yeah. is what they're going to do if they're going to yeah. break up with me, and yeah. they I mean, are because they're in a relationship. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, Britta, Britta almost handles this too well. Like, <laughs> what is being done to her does not match how she I, but I think how she reacts to it. Yeah, I think a lot of it is like she doesn't particularly care either. Like she's right. fine with the breakup. And so maybe that just reflects those feelings. But I do agree that it's like, it feels a little bit like a disservice to not give Britta more to do mm-hmm. in an episode where she is being dumped um in such a terrible way. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, it is a, it is a really good episode. It's a solid episode. I think like the tiny, besides me harping more about the Troy and Britta of it all, the other like uh, elephant in the room or not in the room is the whole Chevy Chase situation. And the mm. fact that like Pierce is being all of his situ, all of the the spots where we see him, he's not really recording with the other groups. You'll never really right. see him in a group with the others. He's always by himself. Um, at this point, it was done, and so it is kind of awkward when you know that and you can tell. Right? right? He's not yes. really anywhere in this story, and he does the entire project, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> Pierce is actually good at things." And I'm like, "This feels also sure. unbelievable." No, knowing what that almost made it funnier for me, though. I just like that to me is very community esque. Yeah. I think uh, Jeff Winger speaking for everyone when he tells Pierce to uh, stay alive or don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was very happy uh, to not have him there, but it is it is a little bit of a weird yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, but the I gotta say this uh, end credit scene, my favorite of the season. Oh, so really, good. really funny. Yeah, I was surprised it, they hadn't done this before. Like, it just seems like such an obvious thing for Troy yeah. and Abed to do. Yeah, just I I felt like the spirit of outtakes uh, generally, it was just channeled so well here (laughs) of just like innocuous character breaking of things like tiny things that would make you laugh. (laughs) Nothing even especially funny. It's just funny to watch the actors breaking character. Uh, Jim Rash coming in and like having like really nothing to laugh about. Very, very good. In the door again on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. Love that he got invited to do this. Very, my heart breaks from that he didn't actually get to to have fun. It's so perfect. And it feels um, like there is one of my favorite like end scenes in Boy Meets World involves actual bloopers, not fake bloopers. Mm. But like I love watching bloopers. I used to watch bloopers a lot of like my favorite shows. I've seen some, a lot of friends' bloopers. Like I've seen so many bloopers of shows just because you want to see the actor kind of come through and so the idea of doing fake bloopers because troy and abed like to pretend they're being filmed all the time it, like you're right matt it is one of those things where it's how have they not done this before yeah. it is kind of surprising that they're coming up with like again 
coming up with new territory in season four that feels true to the characters is something we're not seeing a lot. And so it feels like a, a little bit of a thrill when we do see it. Yeah. So I really, really love this end credit scene. One more thing I think that's worth adding is, uh, of course, we record this live for the Patrons of Post Show Recaps. Should you choose to become one, patreon.com slash post show recaps. And I just want to throw it to this live comment from Bree. Jim Rash had Jeffrey inside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just re- I think he repeats it enough times where it circles back around as funny again. Yes. Yeah, that could have been something that didn't land, but I, he says it like six so times. So I, think, I think they needed that like last one yeah. in yeah. order to really The fifth one was less funny, and then the yeah. sixth one the sixth one brought it yes. all together. Yes, completely, yeah. completely agreed. <laughs> so the, I think we all agree. Streets ahead. Streets ahead for streets the, ahead. For the streets ahead big time. I think it'll be probably streets behind for the other two end tags. Yeah. And I think we can talk through heroic origins at this point, which is the community prequel that no one asked for. No one, no one asked for it. Brendan, no Brendan, what happens if the community movie is a prequel? Oh, I, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be real, real bad. I don't know. I, Jess just got a really I think on the podcast. I would I I can't I'm like clenching my fists. I really I Careful would I would lose for. everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would lose my mind. It would all be gone. Yeah. I, I think like if, I, if Dan Harmon were to do like a, a Marvel type thing, I think he'd be making fun of it. I don't think he'd be like praising it for some reason. I think it's just, it's just so in the mainstream. I don't think this is the direction he would go at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love an origin story, famously, but this is I mean, we already like have enough like uh backstory for these characters we're just all of a sudden inventing something where they all were in the same yogurt shop in the same place because yeah. of destiny like okay sure like what what are we doing here why why yeah. is it makes happening? no sense why is no. this the penultimate episode of the season why is this necessary it no, feels it... so ridiculously forced like it again it feels like another like oh abed's kooky and weird mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. make him think of a cartoon like comic book uh origin story for the group and we're retreading territory that we didn't need to. We're inventing things that totally messes with the continuity of the show. With the canon of the show, yeah. We're awful. like, yeah, for for no reason. Like, yeah, you perfectly said, like, unnecessary is the word I would yeah. use to describe this. And, yeah. I mean, sadly, probably in the top half of the episodes for season four, probably. Like, there are definitely funny lines in this episode that I did appreciate. Um, Everything with the, with Britta and her anarchy makes makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the, the purple hair. Gotta purple say, hair. If, we, if we have one thing to thank yeah. for this episode, it's Britta with purple hair Pur- yeah. and that nose ring that attaches to yeah. an earring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everything with Britta is everything with Britta is perfect. So it yeah. does have funny parts, but like just overall, it's just like I I don't really. Yeah, like it, it it's much. it's a waste of Troy and Annie in high school too. I would love to see like maybe a flashbacker oh. here, if, if, but just not in this way. Yeah, I did also yeah. love Abed oh, um, <laughs> telling Shirley's kids. That they're stupid for seeing the prequel. <laughs> that was Shirley, really funny. Why is Shirley letting her kids walk around Just the mall by themselves? By themselves. The they're mall. like seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> now I was confused. Which which Star Wars prequel were they going to? Phantom Menace. Yeah. Did one. they say the Phantom Menace? Yes, they, they did. did yeah. say the, the Abed does say the Phantom Menace. What if one has double light swords? Is this a re-release or is this nineteen ninety nine? I believe this is a re-release. I God, I like I must have passed very quickly, but I was like, wait a minute. What's Which, I guess the thing they do often, I guess they do just play Phantom Menace in theaters around 2008. Yeah, more more I, theaters should be doing that. Phantom Menace, much like the uh, 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 that uh, the joke that Jim Rash makes, I feel like it boomeranged back that now the Phantom Menace is cool again. Yeah. Or at least I'm not going to yeah. stop watching it until everyone agrees that it's actually secretly cool. Uh, <laughs> there were a couple of moments in this one that I genuinely enjoyed, and one of the things that I liked was uh Allison Bree as uh as Annie even if the story was lacking I agree 
that we could have explored more of the character depth between Annie and and Troy in this one. Uh, Allison Bree, just her whole vibe, the braces, the harrowed hair, uh, the physical comedy of Allison Bree in this episode, I thought was was pretty pretty good. She had to do it with all physical comedy because there is so, no good lines for any of them to yeah, read. Well, yeah, so I like I right. like how they, I like how they're doing the class superlatives at a random high school party. I like I like how that's happening. <laughs> Handing them out on pieces of paper <laughs> instead of like mm-hmm. in the yearbook. I also uh-huh. like how when they're reading it, Annie's just talking to no one, where she's just like, "Well, most likely succeed." That's me. You guys know. You guys know me. I'm most likely <laughs> right. succeed. Yeah. saying it to no one. Um, <laughs> what I hate is. Why we didn't need the origin of Pop Pop? I maybe maybe I'm I'm on an island with this one, but I think it's so stupid that balloons popped, and now that's canonically why where Magnitude got his catch. They knew from. people would love that. That was the only the only part of uh, or I guess this was like the second the first of two things in the origin components that I thought actually like kind of worked for me uh, was Mag like it was not it was nothing I was asking for it was nothing that I wanted I never needed to know why he said pop pop but to imagine that this was sort of his Hodor moment and this was the thing that like broke his brain and so now he can never say anything other than pop pop <laughs> I did kind of enjoy I hate that. it. Did, did we know that, that Magnitude apparently went to school with no, Annie and No, this, this is also <laughs> right. news. Although it's I so weird say, that like, Troy and Annie never mentioned that. Age-wise, <laughs> well, maybe he's never said anything until this moment. Maybe this is the first words he's ever uttered in his entire life or pop-pop. Pop. We don't know. Yeah. But I do, I will agree with Josh. Like, I, I did love the physical comedy of Annie here. And, like, it also, okay, the only thing that makes sense canonically to me in this entire episode is that Annie has wildly curly hair and she straightens it every single day. <laughs> She is that, <laughs> just that like you know what I mean. She's that type A. Right, that right. fits very well for me. And like it, the fact is just so unkempt, and the braces and the the popping the pills every time she's so she's like so angrily <laughs> so doing pills. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, and and the running through the the pl- plate really glass good. window is so extra, but also pretty hilarious. Um, so I don't, I don't, again, I don't mind that whole bit, but overall, this episode is just so unnecessary. It makes no sense. Um, Josh, I do need to ask you because this is the episode where we wrap up the Chang, Nisha, Kevin situation. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Speaking of storylines, that just got dropped out of nowhere. (laughs) Um, I, I appreciated that Abed knew. Uh, mm. and that he had known this whole time and was kind of just hanging on to that and waiting for Chang to do something with uh, himself and like make himself known. Uh, that moment was good. I actually liked that. But I, I think that the city college involvement of it all, it never went anywhere. It was so bizarre. Was Dean was... Spreck under contract that he just needed to appear <laughs> in, a, in a couple episodes? Like, because you're right. It never... The Dean Spreck of it all never comes. All for the stupid voice anywhere. changer bit, like that's what they needed to. Well, slam I kept, in there. I kept thinking that in the Darkest Timeline episode that it was going to be that like he summoned the Darkest Timeline, but I don't think that's what happened. Like, there's no. He had no involvement in it after that. So <laughs> it's so, all a dream, Josh. It all, all happened on the back of a turtle. So that's the thing is that it felt it felt to me like this this is this was the kind of thing that when when i finished watching the season i finished watching the next episode and none of the city college stuff came back into play something that i already was just not particularly enjoying uh the fact that mm-hmm. chang was working for city college the whole time i think it was last week i speculated that chang was an agent of the darkest timeline which at mm-hmm. least would have been interesting and would have like tied us into the finale to some degree uh, been something in, 
And instead, of course, it's just the lowest hanging fruit. He's working for City College. And once again, City College amounts to nothing. Uh, and so it was so anticlimactic. It has no use at all. It makes the Kevin stuff even worse. Uh, and that there's no accounting for Chang as Kevin. Yeah, it was bad. But I appreciated Abed's uh, participation in it. Right. Uh, it He'd like, be the one to be keen on it, if anybody. Yeah, yeah. I think I think between um, between episode 11 and episode 12, these two episodes are probably the most that I enjoy Abed this season mm-hmm. uh, because it kind of finally feels like uh, he is like between him Freaky Fridaying with Troy and the fact that I'm also kind of uh, considering Troy Abed in this episode in, in the Freaky yeah. Friday episode. <laughs> yeah. And then him being able to bust Chang here. Uh, it felt to me like, OK, this is the Abed that I remember. Uh, well, yeah, it's like yeah. the only time he's shown up. Abed has a has a tough season because while I think Abed is my favorite character in the show, he yeah. is tough to write for when you don't know what you're doing. So if you're going to like <laughs> not know what you're doing when you're running community, like Abed's probably going to suffer the most. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess so I, 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 I kind of disagree in that. Like, I really don't like heroic origins. It feels like it. I think the thing again, the thing for me is episodes that, um, really detract from the characters versus do nothing for them right like it feels like we're moving backwards rather than just being like blah which is what the doctor who episode that's is that's a stand of a relationship i have i have ranked every community episode and the doctor who episode is 110 out of 110 wow mm. oh wow, wow. See, it's with, not wow. for me but yeah. with the season um, four finale at a close 109 out of 110 and puppets yeah. are the bottom two for me still yeah. still um uh but yeah like this episode really feels like they're just trying to do an abed they're, you know what yeah. I mean? They're they're not they're not actually Abed's not actually Abed. He's just doing an Abed. He's right. fake yeah. Abedding. He's I get that Walmart brand Abed. I get it, that. It I think maybe I'm still, maybe I've just been getting like uh, I don't know what's worse than Walmart. Uh, whatever's that is, that's the version of Abed I feel like I've been getting all season long. So wow. if this is Walmart Abed, like thank you for bringing me to Walmart. I guess. Okay, sure. I no know, one has said no right. one ever. Ever. And that's Never. that's what we can take from this season. An yeah. appreciation for Walmart. The only other Maybe thing... Walmart wasn't so bad. I I so so I I will be on an island and say like I at least thought that like everyone getting the flyers and the like it was kind of cute. Yeah. I thought it was them walking into the yogurt cute. shop was disgusting. I, I thought was it was kind of cute. <laughs> I was like, what are they doing here? You know what happens in the yogurt shop? That's fantastic though. Is Pierce drowning in Frodo? Yes, and then that, that's, that's why ha- he got a great yama beans right now. And it's not even Chevy Chase. And it's not even. It's so obviously not even Chevy Chase. Uh, where like even that was like, was that old man? Pierce, like, yeah, it had to be right. <laughs> Must be, yeah. That was that was good. I I thought that that was that was my only laugh the entire episode. Yeah, uh, it's not a good episode though. It's it's uh, I'm probably a little higher on it than I ought to be, but it's it was it was another one for me where like this was like below average, not horribly below average for me, but I think I also rated it in conjunction with the finale, which uh, <sighs> we just have to. Well, we can get into that now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the darkest timeline, uh, yes. kind of. Uh, it's the darkest timeline of Jeff's mind. And this was, this was initially probably written, I would guess, thinking that this is going to be the final episode of Community ever. I have to yeah, imagine God. that Remember even the that top way. brass at NBC had to be like, yeah, you know what? We've never known what to do with this show. We don't particularly respect it or understand it, <laughs> but we respect and understand it enough to know this cannot be it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it makes sense, right, that this is, they wanted to end with Jeff graduating and like instead of going back to his old firm, he ends up like local for, firm he, like helping the little guy, right? But mm-hmm. it is, and they're like, it is no better uh, exhibited than Abed saying like, oh, we were stopped trying to make paintball fun again. And it's like, that's, that's what you're doing. That's what yeah. you're doing. You're trying to the make paintball line, fun. Oh my God. No, the li- Abed's line of we've finally made paintball cool again or whatever he says oh, is like did. the single worst line in the history <laughs> yeah, of the show. Yeah, the so balls on them to have him say that when it's like, it's so ironic because it's like the exact opposite. <laughs> it's like, you've taken paintball and ruined it. You killed for, it. Forever. And now Abed, on top of that is saying that it's cool it's again. It's like, it even worse. It's like when Tommy and Tommy boy takes the bread out of the bread basket to illustrate his point And he like kills the bread. He kills the <laughs> dinner roll. Like that's what they did to paintball. <laughs> oh. They God. killed paintball. If, if it ever comes back in any capacity, I will be pretty disappointed. I guess like I could envision Dan Harmon wanting to rehabilitate it, but right. good luck. I think luck. he said that he does not want to just because of like school shooting type things. He's that like, makes that, sense. He's like, this too. is what I'm not doing. He's like, it was a bad idea then. And it's not a good idea now. So that's not what the movie's going to be. Well, that makes sense. And I'm thrilled to hear yeah. that. Yeah. Also, this was terrible. This was It was terrible. so bad. And like, the thing is, is the darkest timeline stuff can be fun right like we've seen it be fun on remedial chaos theory but in yeah. this episode where it ends up everything is a dream it doesn't really make I sense can't believe, i can't believe they did that they, they did this everything. come from there like, was there was it, no good way to end this 
like as soon as you start the concept of the episode like the, there's no good way to end it you've already failed yeah but to, to end it with it was a dream like i i was speechless watching this <laughs> for the first time i could not believe and what i was watching it really feels manipulative because they're like oh we'll bring back the darkest timeline we'll get oh. people in we'll bring back people people will be in all the jeff annie shippers they're yeah. gonna love it you it's, just wait they're gonna it's literally, love it. it's a writer's room of people like scrambling saying what did they like about the show oh remember the die episode they love that let's bring the die back let's bring paintball back but make it make less sense they, they take they take two of the best things that this show really? ever did and just like open season what? just like poop all over them. what else do they like darkest yeah. timeline let's bring it back and and, and make this make not what, what else do we like oh uh troy and Abbott in the morning sure bring that back let's do oh, something that, stupid no, let's do something stupid with that. So and then they, that. they even mess up like the canon of the darkest timeline by bringing pierce back to life for no reason yeah. what is yeah. happening I no I want to I want to believe and I think I will appreciate and respect this episode a lot more if this is correct that the people who are running season four of community at this point, they've been like run out of town with torches and pitchforks. They've been fired. You guys did a horrible job. They had such a horrible like task ahead of them. They tried. I do think you can see along the way. They're like, listen, we watched the show. This is what we would like to see. We're not Dan, but we're trying and they're doing terribly and they're not doing a good job and they're just getting raked across the coals. And at this point they know they don't have a job anymore. And they're just like, fine. We'll set the whole thing on fire. Uh, like if this was like <laughs> if this was malicious, if this was vengeance uh, personified as an episode of television, if this was just revenge, then I think I kind of love the episode. A plus, they nailed. I don't think that's. I don't think that's what they did. But it feels, <laughs> no, it feels like it feels like an assault. It feels like I was attacked. It's painful. It's actively painful. Like there's like a Matrix reference. Yeah, well, that was. I was like, was this a Matrix episode the whole he time? Stops the painful. Like, like, like references. So, Let's do some references. <laughs> they love so references. They love references. And they're like, oh, how are we going to say, like, it, you know, they probably weren't thinking they're going to get another season, but like, okay, well, we need to get Chevy Chase out of here. Okay, we'll just finally have him graduate, and that will be how it all, and of course, he has to interrupt Jeff's, like, graduation, yeah. wedding ceremony. Like, hey, I'm graduating, too. And that's, yeah, right. that's how it that's works. Last line. <laughs> you show up and say, actually, I want to graduate, and everyone yeah. just says, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> and, and another thing that upset me is we have so many fun side characters, and they even brought them in, into this whole wedding ceremony situation. None of them got a single thing to say. They just yeah. sit there. And it's like, how dare you? You can't you can't give Jeff a single shut up, Leonard. You can't work that in somehow. Like, you're just gonna have him sit there like lumps of nothing. And here they are. You, you see annoying. them, right? Well, enjoy you them. love these guys, right? Here they are. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah, I was I, I don't remember what the moment was where I was like, gosh, how are they gonna do all the things that they need to do in this episode? I think it was probably before the first commercial break, and then we start getting into like the Terminator Jeff is. I did laugh at like Joel McHale <laughs> showing up with the as the one armed Terminator. I did. I did think that was kind of funny. But then they do nothing with it. Right. Uh, but I think it was around that moment where it's like, this is just a twenty minute episode of the show, right? We didn't sign on for three episodes of Community on one podcast, and one of them was supersized, did we? And yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, but I would still be watching it. If, but, if but I, she would. Yeah, we wouldn't have made it to the <laughs> to the appointment. Um, but it it feels like they just bite off so much more than they can chew because uh, during all that stuff dean's still planning a wedding yeah during all the darkest time yeah stuff. yeah mm -hmm. he's doing that and like 
in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, they're going to resolve the Chang and Kevin stuff, right? No, nope. not really. No, not. He's going to jump in front of the <laughs> no. paintball, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, the City College guy coming into this episode, maybe? No. No, still no. no. Not at all. He was unavailable this week. <laughs> uh, but it, And then we get into like a paintball, uh, which paintball was was always too big for even one episode, let alone big, uh, way too big for one portion of an act, you know, yeah. like it was never going to work. It and was there's, there's never going to be a thing. Like you have these actors playing doubles of themselves, right? They're playing darkest timeline version of themselves. And it's all such a big fat dud. Like it really is like, it's just nothing. It's all nothing. Like the only, only one that is even co- like a, a quarter inch funny is Britta like revealing herself? Uh, don't yell at her, and then we get like the, you know the whole Britta ing of the Britta. Yeah, yeah. The double Britta ing is good. The, the double Britta ing yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah, like that, that. it's like yeah. you know Shirley is too drunk to like shoot straight, so she shoots her. It's like it's all just like kind of like blah, you know. Yeah, and all the evil versions of themselves just kind of sit there as they get shot by the real versions of themselves. They're like not even putting up a fight for some reason. Yeah, yeah. and the paintball effects were just really bad too. The they blue goop. Like yeah, the blue yeah. goop was terrible. The yeah. Blue- yeah. Uh, it wasn't particularly good. I I did leave the episode feeling really invigorated for season five, which was helpful mm. on a couple <laughs> of levels. One was like, oh, thank God. Oh, geez. Thank God it's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other piece of it was I actually kept waiting for uh, the final portion of this episode for Jeff to do something where he's like, you know what? I love you guys too much. I'm not going to graduate. And so I I appreciated that at Mm -hmm. least this episode went through with it. And I know that he's one of the actors who doesn't leave the show. So now I'm curious, Mm -hmm. like, how do they fit him back in? Will it just be as simple as he forgot to take a a class and so he didn't graduate? (laughs) Maybe it'll just be that. I don't know. But at the very least, I I was very happy that it wasn't just like immediately – Within the episode, he's like, I'm not going to leave you all. Because I would have been pretty annoyed with that, I think. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I think that would have been kind of frustrating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this was this was among the worst of the whole show. Uh, and not, you know, uh, not an easy task when you have, you have elements of remedial chaos theory. You have elements of the paintball episodes. You have a season finale on your hands. This shouldn't be that hard if you're engaging all of that stuff. And somehow it's just all terrible. And then I think you're right. They mangle, uh, Brendan, they mangle the end credits. They mangle Troy and Abed in the morning. Like, I never want to see Troy and Abed in the morning again, I think. Really, really bad. Like, if you're going to do one of those, just let the characters write it themselves. Like, they would do a much better job. You just let them, like, kind of banter back and forth. I think you'd have a much more successful end credit. Yeah. Ugh. Rough. It's all really bad. Just, yeah, just one last crushing blow before we leave. Let, yeah. Let's ruin one more thing before we get out <laughs> yeah. of here. I really, like, do, I really do want to believe it was intentional. Like it's like, well, screw uh, it you guys, we're leaving. We're no, gonna take it like all what with Brendan us. said, I was just, I was just feeling so bad for the actors that had to earnestly perform this, hey, right. this episode. Yeah, yeah, it's all um, bad. Um, we like, uh, I did the math <laughs> on it just because I was curious. We've only had five of the thirteen episodes be streets ahead. This hilarious, season. hilarious. It's how bad they are. And just to to put a point on it for the people at home who are keeping score, looking at you, April. We are streets ahead on four eleven. We are officially clearly streets behind on yes. four twelve and four thirteen. 
Yeah, because they're bad. They're not yep. good. Uh, we have a bunch of feedback for all of these episodes. Uh, we already read from Eric. This is from Riley. Riley wrote in about basic human anatomy. Riley said, this is without a doubt my favorite episode of season four, and it's not particularly close. And it's weird. I don't think it's particularly well written. How dare you? Jim Rash is weeping right now. Uh, Riley says, but it executes the Troy and Britta breakup well. <laughs> Better than the relationship ever was. And I don't like the Ovid version of Troy much, but Troy's version of Ovid and Donald Glover's acting in this episode, it's the best acting in the entire season and has me dying of laughter at times and genuinely emotional at others while being an incredible Donald Glover version of Ovid. It's the best episode of the season and it is entirely on the back of Donald Glover. Um, Matt, is there an episode of season four that's competitive with basic human anatomy for you or no? Yeah, I think Herstory of Dances is, is yeah. competitive, but I, I I think that uh, I would I'd give it to Basic Human Anatomy for sure. Brendan, for you, I don't think I remember anything else I like. Honestly, is this yeah. the Muppets episode the one you're talking about, Gagan? What is, which one's the Muppets? Because I remember you like that one a lot. Jess well, the pu- I'm much closer a, to what Josh yeah. is saying about the Muppets than than, than what Jess is. I think Muppets the songs in that episode are are, are great, but exactly. and I, I like the songs a lot. Those ones. But I the songs are really hate good. Puppets and Muppets and anything of the sort. So I didn't like that just because of how terrifying. Four, the history cool. of dance is the uh, the when Britta Britta does a dance, she confuses uh, Susan B. Anthony with uh, who is she? Sophie B. Hawkins. Sophie and, B. Hawkins. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's I, I think good. so. This season, I think I just skip over when I do rewatches, so I don't remember the season very well yeah, at all. Yeah. Fully skip yeah. over the whole thing. Yeah, I, I didn't even watch Freaky Friday. Uh, <gasps> wow. Uh, the Uncrackable Bandit says about heroic origins. This episode is a broken Froyo machine. It wants to be cool. It wants to be sweet when all it's really doing is making a mess of everything. I could forgive the out-of-character secrets that the puppets revealed a few episodes back, but the massive regret conning that happens here (laughs) is absurd. I think Ovid puts it best when he says, I wanted to write a prequel and I ruined everything. On top (laughs) of the shark jumpy backstories, it's also a horribly lackluster stumble into a resolution for the the tired Changmesia storyline. The single laugh of this episode is the two-second origin of magnitude. I wish wow. I could pop, pop the rest out of existence, says the Uncrackable Bandit. Um, Brendan, can you workshop Changnesia for me? Was there a way that Changnesia oh, could have worked? Or I was no? just gonna, I was gonna say something about it too, because it's like they, out of the three episodes, they give you like the one or two scenes out of it, and it's like, what? I forgot about that entirely. It's just really, like Changnesia. Really rough. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I do, I, yeah, I do love when I get characters just over the wall, loopy and weird but this is not the kind of version maybe there should be more nudity involved in events maybe that'd be funnier yeah. i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah your answer is always more nudity i think like an nc-17 concept episode would not have helped <laughs> <laughs> i think i really do think that uh that you really have to we talked about this all season long you have to make it so that um it's a real thing like that kevin is it really happened oh, that they or or reveal it way later in the season don't or... reveal it immediately but then they yeah, don't, don't do anything do with the reveal it's just like Abba just says hey, you're, you're one of us now and he says okay like i at least <laughs> thought that that was a cute moment but that story isn't done then because now it's like okay well the rest of the group needs to find out you're not kevin and what are the consequences of that and they're non-existent right. unless season five is going to deal with that and i hope it deals with it swiftly uh but like there had to be an end point idea uh, that Changnesia as a pun 
that's not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> that's not <laughs> yeah. enough. Right. And maybe Terrible. Kevin could have just been Kevin like forever then. And he yeah. could have been a really cute buddy and we get to know him more. And he yeah. never stops being Kevin. Yeah, maybe yeah. we don't have to have any pl- problematic people in this group, you know? Maybe we right. get rid of Pierce. Chang into Kevin forever. I yeah. need to have one work. problematic character. I love yeah. Pierce. Yeah. 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 One, of my, one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, they're going to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore that comment. Mars Bars (laughs) writes in about the finale uh, and says, I understand that they felt this might be the series finale. So they wanted to go for max fan service who is, but they just did it in all the wrong ways. The darkest timeline story felt cheap and rushed. Very glad this turned out to not be the end. Now I typically don't like to know what's coming next on community, but do they ever do the darkest timeline again? Or did this kill it? Uh, I'm pretty sure this. I killed think this it. killed it. Yeah, I can't remember anything else that's darkest timeline. Yeah. I'm the sure real, there are references to it, but the real uh, problematic felt was the goatees, not the puppets. Jess, I have to tell you, <laughs> I think you, I think you're getting a hate into the wrong I felt. Really hate the puppets. I know though. you do. I know you do. All right, puppets we've were got. Cute. They are cute. I like them. No puppets, I like puppets cute. are janky. No they look terrible. They're no, they're cute. Pierce is the only one that looks remotely like him. Yeah. The further away we get from last week, the more sure I feel about giving it four full cools. Listen, I'm, uh, back, I'm backing Josh up on this I appreciate one. it. I, I thank you for that. Everybody, uh, go listen to the Gossip Girl podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's do Meow Meow Beans. Uh, we'll do all the Meow Meow Beans at the Dean's List points and all the cools. Uh, episode by episode by episode let's talk them uh through one at a time and we'll start with the one that we like the most uh and uh for me this episode featured uh i'm gonna quickly alter one of these scores real fast uh so two of these performances were perfect uh two of the performances were just next level good and that is jim rash and donald glover who both deliver uh, among the best work either of them has delivered yeah. all series long, as far as I'm concerned. When that's the case, like this is going like to get full fives in a season four episode is a difficult thing to muster. Uh, I think they both deserve the full fives. Really, really great. Um, I gave Abed uh, a four. And most of that is because of my confusion that I kind of thought that they actually had Freaky Friday a little bit. So I was giving Abed a four uh, through Donald Glover <laughs> to a certain extent. Uh, but just the participation in it all was uh, was was pretty fun. Um, three and a half for Britta, Shirley, and Annie. I thought that they all had some moments here. I think Britta gets that extra bump for me for enduring these shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Uh, she deserves some credit for that. I thought that Shirley and Annie's uh, race to see who is the valedictorian was pretty fun as well. Uh, and I especially like Shirley's participation in all of that. I just like, you would feel, you would feel good about that or you would. Oh yes. Like I just, I thought that, that her whole response to everything was really good. Jeff was a three, you know, he's better than mid for me in this episode, but, but not by a ton. Uh, I think of the, of the characters uh, in this episode who I'm willing to give points to, he probably would score the lowest in this one, but even he, I would put a little bit above average and then Chang's not in it. And Pierce never gets a meow meow bean from me ever again. Uh, so those <laughs> are my meow meows for episode 11. Matt, what did you do? So anyone who Freaky Friday'd in this episode, I gave a five just because I enjoyed it so much. So Troy, <laughs> Abed, and the Dean are all going to get five Meow Meow Beans. 
Uh, Britta right behind them with four who gets broken up with remarkably well. And I do think, you know, her little hug with Troy at the end, it's very touching to me. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeff, I'll I'll give a three because, you know, he's a little middle of the road, but I I like that he has come so far in the shenanigans that he is now performing uh, routine light switch checks for his friends. Um, And then the uh, Annie and Shirley uh, just, you know, in comparison to the other storyline uh didn't like it as much but i gave annie a three uh because i like how turned on she is uh with the dean and uh surely right behind her with two and then obviously chang not in it it's zero and i do like wiggler's uh no meow meows for pierce rule so i'm gonna give him zero again go listen to the lonely boys (laughs) uh rendon what did you do with your meow meow beans well, you're going to take that right back. No, that's I'm right. going to pump up my peers from a four to a five just to contrast. You're like doubling his, yeah. his meow meow beans for the season. <laughs> well, we've, we've been, we've been uh, sinking Pierce with negative meow meow. So if Brendan's here to correct Bumping the record, them up, baby. do what you Like I said do. before, I, I love that the way they use Pierce in his uh, separately filmed scenes. It's hysterical to me. It that is pretty funny. Out of the show and somehow still in the show. Um, all the Freaky Friday members get a five, of course. Jeff is pretty good. A little, little slightly above mid, like you said. Britta, again, for enduring all this nonsense. Like She gets a four and a, four and a half. Uh, Shirley and Annie kind of have the like, same episode, but Annie's a little bit funnier because of the Dean stuff. So Annie gets a two and a half, and Shirley gets a two, and Chang obviously gets nothing. Yep. Uh, Jess, your meow meows. Yes. Um, I gave Dean and Annie fives because they cracked me up the most. I just, I love that storyline. I think it's so stupidly ridiculous and hilarious. This Annie, this Annie storyline getting five is it's that's so that funny. Is, the say, Annie bias on this podcast rigged. is remarkable. It is so there is an funny. Annie bias. This is directly in the effort of making sure that Annie it's is the not season four This is rigged. This is rigged. I just want to be the honest one on the podcast. I'm right being now. honest. This cracked me up. This was so funny. This was one scene that was Annie funny, is, though. Annie she wasn't amazing the whole Troy episode. Troy isn't going to get five. Uh, you're spoiling my meal. I know, because I'm wow. incredulous right now. Because, and actually, I really, I'm going to bump Abed down because he doesn't deserve the same score as Troy does. So Shirley and Troy both got four and a halfs because. Trey is very funny. Trey is really good. I can't, in full good conscience, give him five when he was going to break up with his girlfriend through his friends. But he, sure. he didn't. That's totally messed up. But That's also, terrible. Trey and Abed are kind of just the same person, right? They're sort, they're sort of like a Voltron there, yeah. quality to them. Oh, God. Yeah. No, it's I'm awful. So anyway, and I do love Shirley's reactions to Annie. Um, Annie's reactions to Dean. It's it's so good. It's all good. So they get four and a halfs. Um, I gave Britta and Abed both three and a halfs. Britta mainly gets the bump for having to put up with this nonsense because yeah. this is terrible. Um, Abed, I, again, I don't think Denny Pudi's like uh, Troy impression is all the way there. It's like it's okay. It's fine. It's yeah, I mean, he's version. being a decent friend, but not to Britta. Like he's being a good friend to Troy, but not to Britta um jeff i gave a three again like he is fine he's good you know he supports troy he's trying to be there for his friends uh ching and pierce get zeros because of course they do like yep. what am i doing here you know this is this is where we are right Chang's now not in the episode so uh yeah, he, there, there he goes for, it would be tough for him to get a bean it would be hard yeah no yeah, beans be for him uh for the dean's list uh of the four of us three have given dean's list points to leonard in this episode uh which Gosh, I can't wait to look at what the final Dean's list looks like here for season four, because that feels like that's going to be very helpful. Uh, Matt, you freelanced, though. You went away from Leonard. Brendan, Jess, and I all went Leonard. Where did you go? 
listen, I knew Leonard was going to, was going to get his, uh, his points here from, from the crew. So I, I wanted to show some love to Jerry, the janitor, who's having a fun murder mystery in his office. And <laughs> he, uh, he say he's having a great day. He saves Jeff and Troy's lives by not letting crazy Schmidt murder them. So mm-hmm. a good deed from him as well. So I'm, I'm letting Jerry, the janitor get a, get sure. on the dean's list. I think that's fair. He's doing uh, a lot of good work for the school too. After the, after the paintball episodes. Sure. Yeah, no, he has done a lot and I think that he deserves, uh, he deserves a little bit. If of anything, this is a, a, a career. Award this is a, a, le- a legacy point. Yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, so we have to rate the episode in cools now. And while last week, controversially, uh, I gave uh, the, the puppets episode, a four cools in order to uh, uh, throw my upset weight guest. around with the score. Wow. So yes, in <laughs> order to upset, in order to upset Jess, that is definitely <laughs> a big part of why. Despite mm-hmm. that, I think that this is the actual best episode of the season for okay. me. Uh, I'm giving it 3.2 cools. I believe mm. that that's the highest score other than puppets that I gave this season. And if it's not, and I'll try and double check myself here real quick. I'll boost it a single uh, decimal point higher than whatever the next one is. But I feel like this has got to be, it's got to be the highest. It was great. It was great. This felt like, uh, this felt like uh, it really did feel to me like the best I could put it is it Freaky Friday its way out of a season two or three episode and like landed in season four. Sure. I really liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, I, I gave great. it a 2.9, um, which is very close to being my favorite episode of the season. I still really love her story of dance. I put that at a three. So this is just under that for best episode of the season for me personally. I still think it's a really good episode. Um, it mainly is brought down by like the Troy and Britta of like, why did we even do this in the first place? Um, it's just still so much bothers me. I can't bring myself to give it any higher than a 2.9, but it's still it's not bad. Oh, I have to raise my score. I do. So I gave three to history 101. Did I really? Interesting. Uh, Josh, you did. I have it in the spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm looking at it. How many spite scores do you give in this show? A good amount. I panic. I yeah. panic when it comes to the scores. I really do. And then last week, because I was trying to math, I gave it a 3.1. No, didn't I lower that? I think I lowered that to a 2 point something. I don't know. Let's just, I'm going to boost it. I'm going to boost it a little bit. I'm going to give this one. I'm going to give Up. this give this 3.5 cool wow. let's go five let's go three and a half cools here for basic human anatomy this was like a legit episode of community i thought and it, it especially rises in my estimation i didn't know it until we signed on to the podcast i didn't know that this was uh, written by jim rash that's super cool he's an incredible he's an oscar winning writer oscar if winner. i'm not wow. mistaken uh so uh he's he's flexing here and not just with his shirt off as jeff he is, yeah. so he <laughs> is doing that with Jeff inside him the entire time. <laughs> uh, Matt, what did you do? I'm going four cools. Maybe, maybe I just have my four, my season four goggles on, but especially compared to everything else in the season, it's a great episode. Even as a regular non-season four episode, it holds up, as as we've been saying. Um, I've seen this episode many times. I genuinely enjoy it. Love a good Freaky Friday, as I've been saying. Uh, the performances are really good and funny. And, you know, maybe I'm an easy grader, but oh, well. Four cools. And, you know, got to have some positivity with the other episodes coming yep, up. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, where did you land up? This is going to be 3.2 cools for me. Um, your former score. Um, I thought we were going to be hand-holding buds, but I guess not. Well, um, <laughs> I got nervous. Yeah, so, I, so I let go. But it, it, yeah. it's it's good. It's it's nothing like, it's not one of the best community episodes out there, but it's it's good. It's serviceable. Um, it's the, obviously the best in the season, but I think you put it up against some of the best episodes in two and three, and it'll be, it won't be too outmatched. 
So the audience score on this one was a 2.78 is where we landed mm-hmm. for basic human anatomy. Um, between that and all of our scores, we wind up with 3.19 uh, right. for the official score here uh, on season four, episode 11. I think that's the best of the season. I'm pretty sure. I love it. It deserves. I, I think it ends up being number one. I'm now I'm looking at raw data, Jess, and my mind <laughs> is going miles a minute. Why are you looking at raw data? Yeah, I, never, data. I never look at raw data at here it. on community building, and I'm like, uh, like he's I'm trying to he's trying I'm to figure out how we can get out. Don't do this to yourself. This is why I handle the spreadsheet. I'm glitching out. I'm not touching anything. Good. I'm not, Thank I'm God. Not pushing Don't any touch buttons. anything. I'm not touching anything. If you didn't look at it the wrong way, it might break. I'm like really nervous <laughs> that something is going to explode. This is going to look at the spreadsheet next week, and the Muppets are going to be number one. Episode. I will. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just got access. I'll go in there and I'll. In, in, in looking at the raw data, I didn't realize, Jess, that you track the Jess and Josh difference. To be fair, I didn't we... create the spreadsheet. Yeah. So somebody else did, but yeah. it, that is a tracking device. Yeah. Uh, it's a very, raw data a, one more time. A very f- raw data. There uh, we go. The. <laughs> The, the Josh and Jess difference on intro to felt surrogacy is a full four cools, which oh, is great. Uh, I now have right. access to it. seems like the Annie scores have been rigged throughout the season. <laughs> like Annie has been, I have has been, been so <laughs> fair. It says parentheses rigged next to each score. If it's really rigged, Annie would be number one every single season. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll see if I'm interpreting the numbers correctly when mm-hmm. we get to the end of the podcast. But let's go to 412. Let's go to Heroic Origins and the Meow Meow Beans for this one. I'm looking at them now. I'm like trying to remember why did I do any of what I did. Uh, I gave <laughs> I gave Annie a full five. I think probably just because oh! the aesthetics killed oh! me. Oh, who's, who's doing it now? Oh, look at someone else giving her a five. I and I absolutely now I do remember that in giving Annie five meow meow beans, Jess is like, well, this will probably secure her spot in the top, and that'll be great because then we'll have a happy <laughs> Jess, and then every single season we've had a different meow so you're meow saying bean. You winner. felt pressure to give Annie a five. Mm. I may yeah. have felt like um, unconscious uh, pressure yeah. to do it, but I yeah. did give her the five. <laughs> I gave Abed the four because it was the most Abed thing for me was that he was the only one who knew about Kevin. Um, Chang, I gave a three uh, because <laughs> a lot of ease at the end of that. God, I don't remember. I think, you know what? I think I did laugh really hard when he just like kind of emerges from the vent. Uh, uh, that was pretty I love funny. him in the vents. Him in the vents always kills me. That always cracks me up. I don't know why I gave Dean a three. Can anyone surmise? Better not awaken something in me. That I laughed. I thought that was good as an Mm -hmm. origin point. Um, Yes, that's the only good origin story in the in the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Rita was a three, also I think on the visuals, but it didn't it didn't hit me as hard as Annie's did. Uh, And then Troy and Jeff and Shirley, I just gave them two and a half, which is my standard. You were there score. Uh, and I think Pierce, I probably in another world would have given five meow meow beans to, uh, for slipping in the froyo, but I've sworn <laughs> to never give him a point again. So that'll be that. Uh, those are my meow meow beans. Matt, what are yours? Do you remember your reasons for any of them? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Britta, I gave four just cause I love Britta and I love and her kiss Britta and purple hair Britta. So, uh, Britta's gonna Britta's gonna get the the most out of any character in this episode with four. Uh, Jeff, I gave three just because I think he probably uh, has has a 
decent episode. I, I forget exactly why I gave them three, but and then I gave Troy and Annie both two because their their high school storyline was was fine, better. Yeah. I guess better than uh better than the other characters I'm about to give. Uh, Abed gets zero for bringing us into this mess. I think that's uh, fair. Yeah. Oh, the dean gets two because, as uh, Jess was saying, the uh, "this better not awaken anything in me" is a is a genuinely funny like callback and origin story for the dean. And then Shirley uh, annoyed me bl- blaming Jeff for all of this. When really, I mean, yeah, it's Andre's fault for cheating on her. I, Jeff is really yeah. uh, shouldering a lot of the bl- blame yeah. here for having a innocuous conversation with a stripper. Um, so Shirley, I gave yeah. zero. Uh, Chang, I gave zero just because the way his storyline wrapped up really annoyed me. And then uh, Pierce is gonna get zero, but a lot of uh, froyo. Yeah, uh, Brendan is going to continue uh, the Pierce Hawthorne comeback tour. <laughs> Pierce, baby, yeah. carrying Pierce on his back <laughs> for the exact same reason you said that like, that one season, that one scene alone, even though it's not the actor, which makes it even better. Big five for Pierce. Also, big, isn't big he doing something very pure right now and giving his kidney to Gilbert? Isn't that happening? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, 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 Off screen doing yes. that. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks for <laughs> enhancing my case. Uh, otherwise, besides the five, uh, goes all the, all the way down to a 3.5 for Dean. Um, I think he just didn't have that that much to do in this episode besides that one great part. I bet I give a 3.5 uh, for yelling at Shirley's kids to not watch Star Wars. I thought that was really funny. I love, I love mean Abed. It's very yeah. funny. I wish she called them bitches. Midichlorians. Uh, Midichlorians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, Annie and Troy both get three because they had a pretty like middle of the road episode. Right. Uh, Britta, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't like her. She got a two. Uh, Jeff got a two and a half. Uh, Chang with a two for showing up, I guess. I guess that's kind of my, <laughs> my bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. score is two. Um, I think that's everybody. Jess, your oh, scores here on the Meow Meow Beans yeah, for episode 12. My completely 12. unbiased scores <laughs> for this episode. Uh, start at the bottom. Pierce gets a zero because e- even if this was modern, like we're still giving points to Pierce. Um, I I hate this bit. I don't. This is stupid. I don't care if he slips in froyo. It's not oh. funny. It's dumb, and I don't oh like God. it. Sounds like someone may have slipped in froyo. <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> this affects many people every month. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you? It kind of feels like season four of Community slipped in froyo. Just yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Jess, if you ever slipped um, in Froyo, I would come over to you and put toppings on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. May we all someday slip in Froyo. Um, I wish that for all of us. Shirley and Abed both get a one and a half. I agree. Like, Shirley being mad at Jeff is so ridiculous. It's nonsense. It's really crazy. It doesn't crazy. make any sense. Um, especially because like you made him pee his pants. Even at first, he reminded you. The of it. first reason she's mad at Jeff is because he did his job and kept his client out of jail. Yeah. Like it's mm. it's really stupid. Abed, I'm I I agree with Matt. I hold resentment against him for getting us into this situation. <laughs> so he gets a one and a half. Um, Chain gets a two, and I don't really remember why. Besides, it's below average. Uh, Jeff two and a half again. Like who who cares? Like what, this is the yeah. like no one really cares about this. Britta a three simply for the Luke. Um, I love the purple hair and the weird oh, yeah. nose earring situation mm-hmm. happening. Uh, Troy got a three, I think because oh you know why? It was the one scene where he he hurts himself and he goes like oh my legs <laughs> oh 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 can you hear me those nuts over there <laughs> oh my legs like, the little cut there was very funny. Um and uh, Dean gets a three for the this better not awaken something That's in me. That's good, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Annie gets a three and a half again. The Luke, the hair, the braces. She just was great. Her yeah. being so angry is so funny. Um, so she gets a three and a half, which isn't even a good score. It's just by comparison, it's so much better than the rest. Yeah, yeah. it's a pretty mediocre episode. Yeah. Um, Dean's list. Uh, 
magnitude for me pretty pretty clearly uh i didn't need the pop pop origin story it just was i think maybe it was even like a little bit of like the oasis in this episode of like it's a mirage here's some water Mm -hmm. uh it seemed like a moment of comedy i don't know i thought that was okay (laughs) here so magnitude gets uh gets my dean's list point uh just looks like the same yeah yeah for Mm -hmm. the pop pop of it all right there aren't like a ton of characters that deserve any dean's list points here so it's kind of easy to give it to him as man brendan went in different directions both of Definitely. them. Matt, yeah. you went with uh, Misty the stripper. Yeah, that's right. She she stays out of jail. <laughs> she becomes a hero to Britta. She hooks mm-hmm. up with Andre. By all accounts, she had a great day. So welcome that's to the not, list. That's not wrong. She's covered in glitter. She's she covered is. in glitter. <laughs> Better than Froyo. Uh, Brendan, you gave the points to Shirley's kids. Shirley's kids? Yeah, they get to hang out with Abed. They get to go wander around the mall by themselves <laughs> and see Star Wars. They had a great day. Memorable day. A memorable day for Shirley's kids. I like to imagine that Shirley's kids are like the keepers of the secret and they know that all of these people were fated to meet each other. <laughs> yeah, they knew. They, yeah, did. they knew the whole time. Uh, rating the episode in cools. I already like busted this down. I don't know why I was higher on this than I was earlier in the day. Uh, I want to like put it even a little bit lower. Yep, let me, go let, ahead. Let's just let me, let me just consult the if you don't mind the okay. raw the, the raw, raw data. data. <laughs> oh. If I could just look at the raw data real mm-hmm. quick. Uh, I love so, how now is the time you're deciding to look at raw data. You're like yeah. I don't care any of the other times, but now I need yeah. to look at raw data. One. Yeah, today I'll look at the raw data. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. a. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this down. I'm gonna put this down to a 1.5. This one's going okay. down to a 1.5, and then you can imagine that the next one I'm gonna give is go, gonna go down a little bit. Yeah. It was it was a, a, like I think I think that this is why I think if Ooh. I can track the journey of this for me, I had this like right around average for me. And I still think it's more like a, a, a harmless, inoffensive episode of Community than not, if not for the fact that it it, it is it, like it is uh, digging into the origins and trying to tie a room together that does not need to be tied together. And this more than the secrets component of puppets bothers me. Uh, that like mm. the secret stuff, it's a song. I can forget <laughs> it. But here, it's the, it's the whole episode. It's the whole story. So I'm going to give it 1.5 for my rating in cools for this one. The puppets offend me way more. The secrets offend me so much more than this. But stupid songs. Yes. Um, I gave this episode a 0.8. That was nice. as high as I could possibly go. And it's mainly because of the silly moments with um with Annie and you know some of the some of the smaller moments. This better not awaken something in me. Like there are like itty bitty tiny moments to like. Um, and so I gave it a 0.8, which is the most I could do. Wow. My gosh. Wow. All right, I guess I'll go next. Um, yep, go I'm gonna be uh holding hands with Wiggler here. I I 1.5 cools, which uh, actually, like I said, probably one of the better episodes of season four, which is sadly saying something. Uh, it is like we've been saying it has funny lines, which is as high, uh, why it's this high in general. And, uh, it attempts something, I guess, even though, uh, it wasn't that good and just mm-hmm. unnecessary. So, uh, I could have done it without it overall. So 1.5 yeah. feels correct. Uh, Brendan, what did you do? I mean, yeah, maybe it's not so bad as an episode of just like a sitcom in general, but when you stack it up compared to like some amazing community episodes, it's, it's going to be. A one for me, dog. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. As, as Abed would say, it's bad. It's bad. bad. It's bad. Uh, audience is very low on this as well. One point four one from. Oh, the even audience. lower than that. I have to update that there. One point zero four. It's a, it's almost a one. Oh wait, uh, actually no. Sorry, it's one point four one. That's the other uh, one. There's oh, too many episodes. It's still basically one point four. 
Uh, current average 1.24. This is where we're and at. Oh, it's so sad. Again, just examining the raw data. What the math pod? I think. <laughs> Just we're going to reveal at, this at the end of the podcast. I know, but I'm not looking at how it's. <laughs> I'm just trying to put numbers in front of each other. Yeah, look at the data. Look at the data. I think that this is the third worst episode of season four. I think I did it right. Did I math correctly? I think I mathed right. Pretty I sure like, I. Yeah. Try to math, even though I we're going to reveal this. At the end. Yeah. You want to see? Watching, if you want to see all bleeding. the work? Yeah. If yeah, you want to see the full math, become a patron of this podcast yeah, where they, they go going... even more in depth. <laughs> Wait, what's he doing? Oh, no. That doesn't look right. Uh, okay, meow meow beans for the final episode of the show. Uh, I gave Jeff a lot of points, actually. I gave him four Meow Meow Beans. Uh, at first, it was for wow. the Terminator arrival, because I did think that was really funny. But I'm giving Jeff some legacy points here for graduating. You Good did it, him. Jeffrey. Congratulations. <laughs> I really didn't think you would. I thought community was going to pull the football out from you, but you did it. You kicked the thing. You graduated. I can't wait to see how Dan Harmon takes this away from you. But for <laughs> now, you get four Meow Meow Beans. Congratulations on your special day. From there, the highest we end up going is a 2.5, which is normally my you were there score. But for this, it's like this. I was so offended by this episode and really, really didn't like it quite a bit that the 2.5 is like on a scale. This is probably like in your actual three to four range. Uh, Britta gets 2.5. For double Britta-ing. Uh, mm. Annie gets 2.5 because evil Annie is at least giving Allison Bree something to do. Uh, I think that the Troy versus Troy one was among the funnier standoffs. Shirley versus Shirley was all right. They both get a two. Chang gets a two. Uh, I think it was mostly because in the darkest timeline, he did successfully take over. So it was sort of like, hey, good job. You did the thing that you needed to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember why I gave Dean a two, um, but I did. I don't know what the reason was for that, but I did do that. So I'll <laughs> stick to it. Pierce, I know why I gave no points. And Abed, I, I do not have it within me, I think, to give Abed zero points. I don't. That's really hard for me. I, I'm having a hard time imagining that. I don't know if I've done it before, but I, I couldn't bring myself to do it today. I am giving him a one. Uh, which is incredibly low. He got mm -hmm. us into this. It's his mm -hmm. fault. It's his it fault his that fault. we're here. He tries to give Jeff the winger speech, and like he kind of incepted all of this into Jeff's brain. It was a garbage thing to do. Abed is the scapegoat for me. I think that Abed has been the canary in the coal mine all season long. Abed hasn't been working, and therefore community has not been working. This is sort of the final nail in that coffin for me with my meow meow beans. Um, Matt, what did you do with yours? Yeah, so the highest I'm going to go in this garbage episode is a two, and I gave Troy a two because I do think he has the only good parts of the episode. Yes, he does say ballin', which Brendan hates, but uh, he also has the, I think the funniest running joke in the episode where he forgot soda and they keep mentioning it and he keeps <laughs> getting upset about it. That makes me laugh every time. So that's enough for me to give him two. Uh, Britta, I also gave two because the double Britting is good, and I also just love evil Britta. Um, and then, what did I do? I gave Jeff and Dean a one because uh, Jeff 
does a good job graduating and the dean does a good job planning the uh, graduation wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for them. And then everyone else is just going to get zero. Abed, like I said, is probably my favorite character, but it's the second episode in a row I'm giving him zero because he is somewhat of a scapegoat where uh, I keep blaming him for getting us into this mess uh, in back-to-back episodes. So he's unfortunately going to have to get zero. Uh, and then, you know, Pierce, zero, of course. And then Shirley, Annie, Chang, like what? It's just all nonsense. So they, they're all getting zeros across the board. Brendan, wow. what were your meow meow beans? Well, one person does get a five, and it's not Pierce to wow. for me. Chang gets a five <laughs> for yelling friendship what? and blocking the bullet. It's a one <laughs> time I laughed all episode long. Yeah. That could um, have been like a really good button to the Kevin thing, and instead, right. like I mean, it's close to that, I guess. They're I think trying. this made me laugh just because it was like the only thing he said all episode long, and he didn't even <laughs> shouldn't even have even been there. I don't know why he was in this episode. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, otherwise, next highest would go to. Honestly, everyone got threes here. Dean got three for saying John Dean Cock instead of John Hancock. That that's good. I need to incorporate that into my vernacular. John- <laughs> Signing the old John Dean Cock. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, Annie, Shirley, Troy, Abed get threes. Jeff and Britta get two and a half, maybe because I thought their evil acting was bad or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess it's probably supposed to be. Uh, and Pierce actually gets a two. Uh, I, I guess I didn't appreciate his plotline in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, far cry from the usual five he gets. I know. I'm upset with myself. <laughs> uh, Jess, what happened? Yeah, yeah um, starting at the bottom, I gave Hobbit a zero, and it's really hard to do that. But you know what? This sucks, and he's at fault, and so he deserves the zero in this yeah. case. Um, Pierce also gets a zero because, of course, Pierce is getting zeros. Um, Chang got a 1.5. He does nothing and he like licks the blue goo, which really grossed me out. <laughs> All right, five and, and just, a half for me. I just couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> just, just couldn't. Uh-huh. Um, Troy gets a two. Again, he really is nothing. Like there's there's just nothing here with Troy going on. I just I can't I couldn't give him any higher of a score than that. Dean gets a two. Um, I do like the uh when he's doing the wedding planning. It is kind of silly. He doesn't even notice Jeff terminating behind him. <laughs> um, and uh I give Jeff and Britta each threes um jeff because he graduated congratulations jeff and britta i did love the reveal of the like oh don't talk to her like that and she brought up the situation was <laughs> yeah. silly and funny um annie i also gave it three and this is not my bias i just really think that evil annie i love when allison Bree gets to yeah, like, like play that. up this like evil persona i think yeah. it's mm-hmm. really fun that she is like you know, this is more like the evil Annie side, right? Where she's trying to like dupe Jeff, and there's that whole situation. I love evil Annie's hair. She's probably the most interesting she... evil character. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely the best of all the evils. And so, and I also liked the um, uh, you can't there. No one sleeps with Jeff, not even me. Mm-hmm. Like it's so stupid, mm-hmm. but it was uh, kind of funny. Yeah. So I gave her three. I didn't even give her like five or anything. I just gave her a little bit above <laughs> average. Okay. This is so defensive now. I, I am. I'm so bad. I get it. I get it. Uh, well, would you look at this? Would you a- look at this? Annie won season four. Oh, okay. surprise. It wasn't surprise. even by that much. It wasn't Annie even by won- that much. I know. It's almost as if she didn't get that full five back in episode mm. 11 that it probably uh. would have gone to Britta or Troy. You know what? You know what? I'm not. I did, I did put my scale for something, but it was not this. And you were absolved because of what you put your thumb on the scale for as yeah. far as I'm concerned. So you know what? This season was really, really hard to get through for a lot of us, but very specifically for one Jessica Sterling, who does all the heavy lifting here on community building. And so if Annie is going to emerge as the Titan of season four, <laughs> I stanny it. I yeah. am here for wow. it. 
Annie officially is the season four character ranking winner with the most Meow Meow beans. And it's close. Congratulations. 121.5 Meow Meow beans for Annie against season three champion Britta, who had mm. 120.8 Meow Justice Meow Justice for beans. Britta. Justice for Britta. It Britta was bullshit. It was oh, real. Oh, did she? That's been. Real close. It was yeah. very close. Troy was in the mix as well. 119.8 Meow Meow Beans. And it's really, it was a, a real neck and neck there at the top. Jeff is closest after that with 112.3. Then the Dean, 107.3. Ahmed is higher up than I would have expected, to be honest, with 105.8. And the fact that he's higher than Shirley, I'm not thrilled about. I think mm-hmm. that Shirley should be higher than Abed this season. I think I think what it is is even, even in a season like this where you get, like, crappy Abed content, it's still 90% of the time, like, where the heck is Shirley? Sure. Like, they just right. don't give her yeah, anything. I and so I think fair. it's still easier to give Abed meow meow beans than it is Shirley when she just has to have the content. And it stinks, but it's the truth. And it, it really is unfortunate for poor Shirley, who is stuck here in seventh place. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, eighth place, Chang, 51.3. And then Pierce, who only comes as high as he does because Brendan showed up and decided <laughs> to right some wrong. 12 points today. Uh, yeah, keep in mind, yeah, keep in mind, this is after Pierce got 12 points yeah, today. Pierce got 12. <laughs> Pierce today received 12 Meow Meow Beans and ends his run on community in season four. With 16 and a half oh, Meow Meow Beans. Yeah. <laughs> Three-fourths of all Meow Meow Beans given out by Absolutely wow. ridiculous. Again, go listen to the Lonely Boys. Uh, <laughs> beans list time. Uh, there were three Dean's list points for the Greendale human being. Myself, Matt, Brendan, we gave Greendale human being a point. I think for me, it was like lack of options. I didn't really know where else <laughs> yeah. I could go. Yeah, yeah, there were well, a lack of options. You could have out of the crowd, but they didn't say anything. And yeah. this is where I definitely put my thumb on the scale because I said there's literally like no one to give this point to. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give it to Leonard to make him the Was, the he, was he in the crowd? Was he there at He graduation? wasn't in the crowd. He was in the crowd. So he was on the episode. He counts. Okay. He counts. Uh, he was there. So uh, if he hadn't been there, he would have tied with Garrett uh, on the Dean's list. Mm. But instead, Leonard shows up. <laughs> uh, Leonard... <laughs> Leonard is the Listen, Dean's list. He's the valedictorian. Of he's the yeah. valedictorian. <laughs> yeah, good for him. He, he took this episode past fail and he passed. Uh, so Corey B has a couple of weeks to work on uh, the new theme song for community building, incorporating <laughs> Leonard into the theme song. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, let's rate this episode. Okay, I quickly uh, just point out what my favorite part of the human yeah. being was. The cake on that human being was just incredible. Like they, they really wedged up yeah. the costume in between the ass cracks a little bit more than usual, and yeah. they really showed both both cheeks really well. What, yeah, a, what should... a peach ass! I mean, I think that they were talk about a uh, basic human anatomy, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, we got the wrong episode. Uh, all right, let's rank one more episode here in season four. And so I had to knock my score down even lower than it was coming into this because I uh, knocked down the heroic origin score, and in this case because i let go of your hand earlier brendan i'm grabbing it again mm-hmm. hand in yeah. hand i'm i'm taking your, your score fingers. uh and i will go forward with a half cool coup uh that is all i will do and i don't know that i had as visceral a hatred uh for this one as i did for advanced documentary filmmaking which i think broke the season for me and was the moment i think everyone has like their breaking point moment with season four and that was mine uh was advanced documentary filmmaking but this could have been the last episode ever of community. And uh, 
I got to imagine that that would have really tanked the reputation of the show overall. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, so I don't know why I give it the half point other than I, I don't feel like I could give a full zero to, to any of these right now. Uh, so half point, half cool. But it's a bad episode. It was really terrible. It wasn't very good. Jess, yeah. what did you do? I also gave it 0.5. It is my second lowest rated episode of the season. Um, Obviously, Puppets is zero because puppets mm-hmm. are sucky and I hate them. Um, And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think there are like a few tiny moments to laugh at. And so that's what saves it from being a complete zero. But it's not good. This would be a terrible series finale. It would, I agree with you. It would forever tarnish the reputation of community. If this is where we left off, crappy, nonsensical, <laughs> not real paintball, uh-huh. like, this is terrible. And so I'm happy that we don't have to end here and that this isn't the end all be all. No, it's not. Um, what did we do here, uh, Matt? Uh, it's a lot of zeros I'm seeing yeah. showing up here. Zero point zero 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 zero. Yeah, I'm not afraid to give this one a zero. I'm, I'm not wow. entertaining this with anything greater than a zero. Uh, it's my second least favorite episode of the series, and it represents everything wrong with season four. So zero point zero 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 zero. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, I think I think my half point is uh, holding out some hope that this was a revenge episode. Because uh, <laughs> if it is, then I need to like reverse that rating. Like it needs to be a 5.0. Oh, wow. If this yeah. was like oh. a deliberately malicious episode of TV. You can't even do fives. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like next level evil genius. True darkest timeline <laughs> oh stuff. Yeah. Uh, Brendan and I already spoiled your score. Yeah. Point, point, point 0.5. Yeah. Bad. Um, Not good. Not good, not good. Uh, audience a little higher than all of us. 1.1 from the audience. It ends at 0.59 is the final accounting of advanced introduction to finality. The worst episode of Community Season 4, uh, according to Community Building. Now, Jess, I know that for you it would be puppets. I think mm-hmm. for me it would be advanced documentary filmmaking. Matt, Brendan, does this feel right that this is the worst episode of, if we're ranking every episode, does this feel just? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's fine having this last. My personal least favorite, like I said, is the Conventions of Space and Time, the Doctor Who episode, but this is right down there with it. So I, I think uh, where people might have a different personal least favorite, I think everyone can agree that this is terrible, this episode. So for it to be <laughs> at the bottom feels yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah, I'm not as fresh on, on the series as all you guys are at the moment, but... I remember hating this one the most. Maybe if I did a rewatch of season four, there'd be something closer to it. Like that Doctor Who when you're talking about, I vaguely remember what happens in that one. I remember hating whatever character they brought into that one. Ugh, um, but yeah, friend, yeah. Yeah, 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 terrible, terrible. But uh, this is probably the worst episode of the series for me. Matt, you didn't have any strong feelings about uh, Kelly Taylor and Dylan McKay showing up on uh, at the end of, of, uh, of, space and time. of Space and Time. Mentions of Space and Time. No, no, not not strong enough for me to, uh, okay. to like this episode at all. <laughs> just, thought I would, just thought I would see. Just thought I would see. Just wanted to poke around. Uh, all right, let's do the countdown. So we'll go from worst to first here in season four. The worst episode is Advanced Introduction to Finality. The 12th is Advanced Documentary Filmmaking, season four, episode six. In 11th, Heroic Origins, season four, episode 12. 10th. Intro to felt surrogacy. Do you feel wronged, Jess? I mean, there's all crappy episodes, right? But I really, I really, really hate the puppets episode. Like, it's just, and it's very much a, like, um, in the moment, like, we were all watching this being like, what is happening with community right now? And so it just feels much more like 
a stab to the heart. Because yeah. once you get to that point, you're like, I guess they're just going to be crappy. It's fine. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, ninth is conventions of space and time. Eighth is economics of marine biology. Seventh is episode four, alternative history of the German invasion. Sixth uh, is intro to knots. And now we wind up in the top five where history 101, the first episode of the season shows up. Uh, in fourth, we have episode five, Cooperative Escapism in Familial Relations. Uh, the top three, episode two, Paranormal Parentage. God, that was third? That's third <laughs> place? Yeah. But Impressive. Top two are the only two that I think are like actually good episodes of Community. Herstory mm-hmm. of Dance here uh, with 3.03. And then the reigning champion of season four was basic human anatomy today, 3.19. And with that, thank God, season four is in the books. We did it. So happy to be here at the end of your season four journey. I knew I'd be here for this. I'm glad I was. Just for fun, like accounting purposes, the only episodes that were a two or above were the top six. Yeah. That's yeah. it. The rest That's are wild. below it too. Like it just goes to show you, in my opinion, the only episodes that are like even like average or above are the top four. Yeah, it's hard. Horrible. That's, That's bad. horrible. Yeah. For 13 episodes, that's the situation we're coming out to. That's it's a rough terrible. ride. That's a rough go of it here for Community Season 4, and I'm not entirely sure what one can do about that other than weep. Uh, I think it's like <laughs> tears of panic, tears of sorrow, Tears of disgust. I definitely feel like a little <laughs> nauseous on the yeah, other side yeah. of season four, but there are some tears of joy that season five is now uh, not terribly far in the future for us. Brenda, do you remember season five well enough to like give me any kind of like qualitative preview of what's ahead? Is it a lot better than season it's, four? I feel like it's a lot better. The tone is just better. I feel like what especially happened with season four is that they were like, Every episode was just a rushed, weird little thing. There is no like overarching plot line for the whole season. At least I feel like season five has a whole through line and they just like slow down. As soon as you get there for episode one, it's like, it's like a a big breath of fresh air. It's like, here we are. We're back. This makes sense again. You could just feel Dan Harmon in the background. Um, And it just Mm -hmm. looks better. I don't know why, but it's stylized much better. And like season four looks like weirdly cartoony the whole time. I don't know what it is about it, but season five overall, much funnier. Much better. Um, they introduce a couple new characters that I like a lot. Um, look forward to it. Jess, what can I look forward to with season five? What is it about the upcoming season that that you like other than the fact that it's not season four? Yeah, I would say you definitely, I agree with Brendan, you could feel that Dan Harmon is back. You could feel the show is back the way it used to be. And arguably one of the best runs in the entire series is coming up where there's a couple episodes in a row. That is one of the strongest runs the show has. So even I, I, you know, uh, our friend and yours, Riley, the essayist, he loves season five. I can't argue with him. It's one of the, it's one of the better seasons. Um, I still think like two and three top it for me. I think it's arguably though. I think one and, and five, you could debate which one is if, better. If I've had a full run, it might be up there it's, with two with and three. Episodes, yeah. yeah it, it has a tough time with building to the same degree that like a, a mm-hmm. season one does, but there are some really, really fantastic episodes oh, yeah. in season five. And I'm really happy, Josh, that you haven't seen any of it. I did double check. Riley corrected me in our p- patron discord. Um, I made you watch an extra episode of season three, not, not five. Ooh. So that's, 
that's right. where I got confused. So you, you're going in with fresh eyes. Um, there's a lot of fun to look forward to in season five. Things get weird. Things are different. It's not the same old community of like seasons two and three, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, yeah. And it's, it is a really fun season. So I'm really looking yeah. forward to I it. Think the, I think the best episodes of season five are like really like the top of the top of season five is like it's up there. The, those top episodes. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. It's it's really exciting for me to have. Uh, this is the first time where I I have no conception of what community looks like. It's exciting. Forward. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I know people are leaving. I, I don't know the exact specifics behind two of the three departures. And I actually don't know even like the full scope of how it's going to happen for Pierce. I just know <laughs> what's going to happen for Pierce. And I, and so I'm really excited to find out how and how it's dealt with. Uh, and I'm like already kind of dreading the world where we don't have Troy and Shirley at a certain point. Like, what yeah. is that going to look like? And how is that mm -hmm. going to go? Mm -hmm. So there's there's elements of uh, of this where like, I think for the first time I'm on pins and needles about community for the right reasons, probably. Uh, I was yeah. on pins and needles at the end of season three. But, uh, all right, <laughs> yeah, like even the worst episodes of season five aren't that bad. There are some that are no, kind yeah. of meh, but with only 13 episodes, right. there's not a ton that's sure. offensive. Yeah, you get a couple bad. of yeah. And yeah, there's there's nothing that ruins the show. Meh, meh, like, beans. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the worst yeah. thing that can happen in season five is just like, yeah, that was kind of boring. But it's yeah, not, like nothing that. offensively bad. And I know we're not there yet, but I'm a big season six truther. So cool. I was going to say that too. Like there's a, a few episodes in season six that are my all time favorites. That, like, some yeah. people I feel like are down on it and it's, it's well, a weirder that's season. the Yahoo screen. All of it yeah, all. it's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's definitely a little strange, but I, really I will still say, and I think I've said this to you, Josh, like this is not a surprise at all that the series finale is one of my favorite series finales of ever, ever, ever. One of the best yeah. series finales I've ever, in my opinion, in my yeah, opinion. They really, really know how to finish the show. And I'm like, it makes me even more excited for the movie because I feel like if you can finish the show this way, what can you do with the whole movie? I just sure. think there's like, there's yeah. a lot there. So. Yeah. Well, we're going to dig into season five pretty quickly in the new year. We're going to take next week off from the podcast uh, to recalibrate, catch our breaths. I'm going to take a shower. You know, I got a lot of I got a lot of Froyo in like all of the places that need a lot of examination. Uh, so we're going to take care of that. And then we'll be back on uh, the second week of January. We are going to be kicking into season five. So it won't be as long of a hiatus between season four and season five as we have had in the past. So stay tuned. We'll be back with more community in just a little while. Matt, Brendan, an absolute pleasure to have the two of you on here. Uh, the bravery that was demonstrated specifically in your peers <laughs> takes, Brendan. Yes, uh, yes. All we ever us. want is for people to show up here and uh, be their honest selves. Brendan, uh, you absolutely. will be remembered. You've left your legacy you've been, on this You'll podcast. be remembered. <laughs> you to do. Anytime a... anyone asks, how did Pierce get 16 <laughs> Neomans? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Don't remember my name. Now, now we'll know. Uh, Matt, you want to give the plugs for the podcast and where people can find you all? Yes, please listen to mine and Brendan's podcast, The Lonely Boys, which, as we've mentioned, it's similar format to this podcast where I know everything about Gossip Girl and Brendan is the idiot that knows nothing. And we how deep it into it. And we, I, I, I don't know how to feel about the insinuation that I'm the idiot that doesn't know anything. I think I just need to like kind of like nod along, be like, yeah, uh, 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 we yeah are, that's, we are, that's right. We are about halfway through season three right now. So cool. Got to get both of you on the pod at some point. You're it more was, than welcome to just watch a random episode. 
episode and come on. It'll be a lot of Four fun. Four or five seasons, Gossip Six Girl. Seasons. Six. 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 Six seasons and no oh, movie. Yeah. Six seasons and a day. reboot. Yeah. Six seasons and a reboot, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, super fun. So go find Lonely Boys wherever you get podcasts. Is there so? Did you do an OC podcast? Yes. We have an can... OC podcast on Patreon. That's on patreon.com slash the Hoppy Boys pod, which the Hoppy Boys pod is my other podcast where we review beers and do fun stuff. Ooh. We're actually going to be doing a New Year's Eve-ish power hour coming oh, up wow. uh, this Friday. So <laughs> we might do it live. I guess, fuck it, we might do it live. Yeah, there you go. We'll see. Uh, where in the OC are you? We've just pretty much just early. started the OC. Uh, okay, we go early, at a much early, uh, early. a much looser pace Leaserly. with the OC. Just kind of do them yeah. when we have time. And uh, you got to savor the, the flavor on exactly. The we we've done the first uh, seven episodes of the yeah. OC, so yeah. we're still at the beginning. The OC at its worst is still, I think, pretty uh, worthwhile. Uh, but it yeah. does get pretty bad at some point. Season three is going to be rough. Season to get three through, is but, tough, yeah. but then season four is a big bounce back. I love okay. yeah, I love season four. Sounds like you know what you're talking about with the OC. So I I'm, I went through all the way. Okay, great. I did the whole thing live in the real time and i've That's never great. gone back and revisited it oh, but so i, we'll, we'll I get remember on the sandy boys as well i remember my friend and i watching uh the oc in the real time being like i can't believe i'm like rooting for taylor townsend so much like this <laughs> is working out really well uh so i i love the oc uh yeah i'm, I'm happy I'll, I'll swing through the oc all right any, i'll have my people call your, you call S- your sounds people. great that'll be fun uh <laughs> jess what's going on with you where can people find you uh the shit that the 90s have taught you as you're exiting 2022 i believe boy meets world has finally reach the end of the line yeah it's done we're done we did our last podcast released it um we kind of did like a series wrap up the first like 15 to 20 minutes is sarah and i just talking about like how we met why we started a podcast to begin with so that's very fun even if you're not a boy meets world listener it's kind of fun to to go back and reminisce a bit um but i can't i can't believe it's over i don't think it's really hit me yet i think a few weeks away and i'll be like oh man we're not recording like you know on tuesdays like we usually do um, but that it was been it's been such a funny journey. So go go listen to all of those podcasts. And of course, we're still covering Dawson's Creek. We're still there every week talking about the college years. Um, honestly, it, it's been really, really fun. It's not the best season of Dawson's Creek, obviously. Those days are behind us, but it's still a decent season and it's still fun to talk about. Um, we released, if you're still in the holiday spirit, we released Home Alone 2 coverage with Chappelle and oh. Tommy which was a ton of fun. Um, and we have more in the works for January. So we're going to be coming up with some different projects. We might do some one-offs on some like see- only like single season shows and stuff like that because we have more time now. Um, and of course, you could find me here at Pusher Recaps covering uh, National Treasure Edge of History mm-hmm. uh, with Marissa, which um, it's not it's not great, but it's still very silly and fun. And like if you need a show to just it's like a background show, you know, it's very, you know it's what's very fun silly. is right now a lot of like the the news cycle around National Treasure seems like mm-hmm. people like Justin Bartha and Jerry Bruckheimer being like, yeah, I think we could do a National Treasure three. Like there seems to be like something in the air. Of, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we get it. We get it. We get it. We we know who it. you need. We know who you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's not it's not terrible. It's fun. But I like will the, say the the historical uh landmark that may uh be established by uh edge of history is that this could be what brings Nicolas Cage back to the Which National we'd right. love to see I mean, if that's, that's what yeah. it takes. This would, be a very, yeah. this would be a very useful series of television, yes. for sure. Yeah. yeah um, and then something that is actually very, very good is season three of Mythic Quest. Uh-huh. Um, Adam and I uh-huh. are covering that. It's been a joy. I don't, I mean, it's not over yet, so it's hard to rank them, but I really have been liking this season. It's definitely different than the first two, but it's still really fun. The characters feel very lived in. Um, highly, highly, re- highly recommend if you're looking for like a workplace comedy. You don't need to know anything about games. It's it's a ton of fun, so go check out that as well. And you can find me at the Just Darling on Twitter. Awesome. Well, it's I'm, live. 
I'm at Rand Howard, wherever you can find me. It's the end of the year here on Post Show Recaps. We've been doing 2022 in review all month long, looking back at some of the best shows of the year. And we're going to be looking back on the 10 best shows of the year with our top 10 TV shows of 2022 as voted upon by the listeners, uh, the patrons of Post Show Recaps, specifically Antonio Mazzaro and I getting together to do that countdown list. So that should be available in the main feed if you're listening to this in the main feed. If you're a patron, it's recording uh, in about 45 minutes. Uh, so Ooh. getting pretty close to, to the moment here. So voting is clearly closed. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to that. I had such a hard time. I had to like write out all my shows. Great make, year like, of TV. Really, really it. strong year. Hard to pick. Uh, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to finding out what the results are. So that'll be the final podcast of 2022 here on Post Show Recaps. And then we'll like kind of like sleepily wake up and like stretch our arms into the new oh. year and you know, just like kind of like, uh, like yawn, oh, yeah. eat a bagel, <laughs> drink some coffee. <laughs> and then at some point in January, I'm sure we'll be popping off uh, in a pop, oh, yeah. popping pop, off pop. in a in a major, major way, including the return of community building in a couple of weeks with Corey B back on the podcast to talk about the season five premiere and show off his brand new version of the community building theme song. We hope everybody enjoyed the condensed season four pace. We will be going episode by episode once again, starting in season five. We appreciate accommodating uh, that we had to do what we had to do in order to survive this <laughs> one. We wanted the podcast to stay alive. And so I think we all found the right compromise. And I hope that it was uh, it was worthwhile for all of you. I'm very excited for season five and what that has in store for us. Until next time, my friends, as we always say here at the end of Community Building, Corey B, take us away. Crisis alert. Crisis alert. Do it each week. Let's get through the worst. Gas is starting to leak. Wiggler and Jazz carrying on. Meet up to pass or fail Greendale when the showrunner's gone. The brightest timeline still has cloudy days. Community building is here to stay. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.